Hello and welcome to Center for Victory's podcast of your best day yet. At Center for Victory, we're here to help unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. I'm Eric Guy, Chief Victory Officer here at the Center for Victory. With us today is a very uh, close friend of mine, uh, Mr. John Dame, author, executive coach, and Vistage Chair. Welcome, John. Great to have you today. Thanks, Eric. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, uh, one of the things that we've been doing this month uh, with National Mental Health Month Awareness Month is really the theme has been get your mind right. Uh, but before we get into really the, the questions, John, I guess the first question that I have for you is could you give some people your background and what you're doing now and your passion to really help companies, leaders, and people? Right. So the uh History is that uh, grew up in the broadcasting business. Uh, actually, the first big radio job that I had was in Pittsburgh in the early 70s, and then worked in Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, and Houston, then came to South Central Pennsylvania and worked in a family business with my dad. And we grew the chain to about 36 radio stations up and down the East Coast. Uh, we sold them to Clear Channel, which is now iHeartMedia in 1998. And I started a network syndicating talk shows nationally. It had offices in New York City and sold that a few years later. And what I started doing was looking what I wanted to do. I initially bought a franchise from Leadership Management Inc., LMI, out of Waco, Texas, which is a, uh, I would say, an executive development leadership program. Uh, and I found that it wasn't that their process was great, but it wasn't for me. And I uh, started my own mark, uh, management consulting firm. And in the process, there's been several iterations. But today, what I do is several things. One is I do executive coaching uh, for a variety of different, primarily senior CEOs of organizations, some C-suite executives other than CEOs. I do Vistage groups, which you know are executive peer groups. You're a member of one, not of mine, but a member. Uh, I do strategic planning, and I have a number of engagements every year that I do there. I do internal leadership programs for companies, and I have a big uh, leadership event, which has now grown to 500 plus people, called the Evolution Leadership Conference, which is going to be in October this year. So that's kind of what I do. Yeah, and uh, with that, so you know, we've talked about Vistage on the podcast before. I think it's one of the uh, the premier you know groups out there, and you've been in it for a while. You've been, and, and that means you've been around lots and lots of leaders just with that. Yes. And, yeah. You know, so that follows to the next question: Is what kind of mindset does it take to be a leader? There's a two part. To this question what kind of mindset does it take to be a leader and can anyone be a leader well in answer to the question probably anyone could be a leader if they want to be a leader right. so you have to have you know kind of the mindset that says i would like to lead there's nothing wrong with somebody wanting to follow you know i think that we all have this kind of image in our mind of leaders as being that type a personality you know and uh, the truth is that probably 50% of the people that I deal with are introverts and are not those kind of high energy type A personalities, but they're still very effective as leaders. Uh, 
So, you, you know, leadership has a couple of different characteristics. Uh, you know, I would, I would describe it as follows. You know, Gallup did a study and they described leaders having maybe four characteristics as looked at by their employees. I think these are better than some of the leadership characteristics that you would find elsewhere. But one is that they, people want leaders they can trust. You know, you have to be a trust, especially right now, you know, people want to be able to trust that person. They want people that are compassionate. You know, we all have issues that we're facing every day. Uh, and we want somebody who understands that my kids are at home, I got a wife to take care of. I got to get home to go to my kids' games. You know, people are looking for that. Uh, they want a leader that offers stability. Uh, people have to be stable. They do not like kind of the idea of the day that changes everything you're doing, which, you know, nobody's very good with change, no matter what anybody tells you. And I think that uh, less so if you have somebody who changes a lot. And the last thing that I think that uh, is is probably good for a mindset is that you want to offer hope to people. In other words, tomorrow's going to be better than today. There's going to be uh, stuff that's better. You know, I, I uh, as you know, I center my practice around the concept of purpose. Yes. And finding a passion or a cause that motivates you, you know, finding your purpose and then aligning your company behind that. And the goal that I have is to help people achieve their legacy through that, uh, which is a much easier thing to do than to try and just say, we're going to earn $20 million. You know, I think finding that purpose is something that's uniquely different. And if it were easy, everybody would do it. And so everybody does not do it, as you know. And when they do get to that point, it is like a magic door is unlocked for them to personally feel more fulfilled as well as their organization aligns behind something that has much greater meaning than just earning money for somebody. Mm -hmm. So mindset, you know, to be a leader, I think that you have to be willing to, you know, be a little vulnerable, uh, especially today, you know, can't know everything. There's no playbook for what we're going through for with COVID-19. I mean, nobody, your guess is as good as mine, you know, let's guess together. Okay. And so if we make a mistake, we fix it and move on. You know, we do that kind of stuff. So I think that it is a uh, it is a, a uniquely different environment. Uh, it's why I started the Evolution Leadership Conference because I thought leaders needed to evolve from where they were. You know, I grew up in a command and control world, and I don't think that works. So we need leaders that want to lead with purpose. And I put together, uh, you know, kind of an outline of what lead with purpose leaders are about but I don't want to read it all to you unless you want to hear it. So, uh, but you know, it gives you, it gives you kind of a flavor of what I think the priorities are for leaders today. Would you mind sharing a little bit of it? Because you know, I love that. So I know. Yeah. I'll share a couple of items, but uh, so this was a pledge that I put together for people that I work with so that they can kind of get connected. First of all, with their purpose, once they've thought about that, but then with something that keeps them centered, you know, to their true north. And so these, these are a couple of the things, I'm not gonna read them all, there are 10 items here, but one is I value people more than money and things. If I prioritize people in my organization, profits take care of themselves. Uh, I will cultivate a culture where each person has opportunities to learn, grow, and do their best. Uh, I choose calm over chaos. 
My employees thrive when they can connect and communicate. I explore and understand my biases. Uh, requesting hearing and valuing input is essential. And I will be curious and slow to judgment. I must be a well-informed decision maker and there are a few more here, but it gives you kind of a flavor of what I think leaders are about today. Sure, and, and I definitely agree with that. Uh, you know, you've been around leaders, as we said, uh, especially nowadays, you're running your Vistage groups, you're doing your executive coaching. What advice would you give people on how to think and what things to be thinking about and aligning our thoughts towards during this crisis? So, you know, I think people jump toward uh, solving a problem. You know, they're gonna, they're, we're gonna solve a problem right away. And there's a concept, and this will be in your space, Eric, so you know this better than me, a uh, concept in psychology called holding. That is uh, an idea that a leader, instead of offering a great big vision that's gonna change what's happening, is able to take these complex issues that we're dealing with right now, explain them to the people around him or her, and uh, do it in a way that engenders confidence from those people while offering not just a solution, but offering this concept of we're gonna get better, but we're gonna do it together and everything's okay. Because I think a lot of people feel completely upset you know they don't know there's no end i mean as you look at it doesn't matter you know we're in pennsylvania you and i but i mean each county has a different color now and you don't know what that really means who the heck knows what that means and can i go to work can i go to work am i going to be sick am i not going to be sick what's what am i going to do how do i earn my living uh, you know i feel very fortunate that i've been able to stay uh, employed in a, in a closely held company like I have, but, you know, a lot of people have not, and I really feel for them. I think it's very tough to sit at home all day, take care of your kids and your family, and uh, be a family together, and, and do a job. So I think that leaders that are able to kind of hold people close and have them feel confident that something more positive, that there is that hope that I talked about before, I think is really a unique perspective that not everybody brings. You know, we become these uber problem solvers and let's go to the next thing, let's get our PPP, let's do this, let's do that. And the truth is the human side of this is just as important, especially with your issue today, you know, when we're talking about mental health, uh, because ultimately people are feeling a little bit lost at the moment. And as leaders, you know, we have to communicate and I don't think there's enough communication that you can do understanding that human beings are whole people and you have to communicate with them wholly, not just, you know, here's a little message about when you might come back to work, you know, that type of thing. So I do think it's a little different environment and people who are taking the time to really reach out differently, I think will will garner the respect and confidence of their teams as they go back as they do. Yeah, and for somebody listening to this, John, or watching, uh, what advice would you give on how people can really train their minds to be better leaders? You know, we're talking about the mind and thinking and thoughts. What would you yeah. say to that? Well, uh, you know, one is that I think that uh, people need to think as a leader, 
Okay, part of what you have to be able to do is see a little further than anybody else can. You know, you have to be able to look a little bit further ahead. And right now that's really tough. And one of the things that I've found is that people's minds are so busy just surviving that they're not thinking about thriving at the moment. And so that I do think there needs to be a transition from that survival mode. You know, when we think of our brains and uh, if we talk about them this way, most of our decision-making is in the lizard brain, you know, our old brain and the fight or flight mechanism is pretty high. And uh, we, we don't control that all the time, we react. And what I'm encouraging people to do is to try and get their thinking as a leader to their neocortex, which is the reasoning part of their brain. And so I'm asking them four questions and I'll ask you the questions, okay? And, and if anybody can use these questions if they'd like to, you know, one is if we're afraid, because I think a lot of leaders are afraid, you know, am I gonna lose my business? Are my employees ever gonna come back? Who the heck knows what it's gonna be like when, it, when we come back, you know? And so this kind of uh, eight track tape or rumination goes on all the time about this kind of stuff, which is hard to stop. And so I ask people four questions. One is, is this thought, emotion or behavior that you're feeling right now, have you chosen it or did it choose you, okay? because most often it chooses them. It's not something that I didn't wish to feel anxiety all day. I'm just feeling it. Uh, the second thing is, how's that working for you? You know, it is, how's it going right now? Is it working for you or not? Uh, the third one is that, is this a statement like, is this who I want to be or who I'm becoming as a leader? If I'm a good leader, is this anxiety that's eating me up and killing me or my worry? really who I want to be? Is there is there another way to do that? And the fourth question that I have is, is this kind of behavior, would I teach this to somebody I love as a way to be, you know? And most people, when they start to think about that, it interrupts the tape in their head, which is every time it goes around, it gets worse, right? And uh, it ends up making a difference. So I think that, you know, how people deal with this, you know, I would also say things like meditation mm -hmm. kind of being able to stop your brain even taking five breaths is is something that can change the way your brain is thinking right now and so I, I think that mindset that people have or where they think they are or how irritated agitated anxiety ridden or whatever it is or just busy they need to slow down to speed up and do better and I think to be a good leader you need to be able to be reasoning versus reacting to things. Yeah, that's, those are great questions, by the way. Thanks for sharing those. Yeah. Um, couple of things as we end here, John. Uh, one, how do folks get in touch with you? Obviously you're, and maybe you can speak about the event, uh, the Evolution Leadership event in October a little bit. Hopefully we'll be able to get there. Hopefully we'll be able to go there, yeah. I don't know right now. We don't know, you know, what the story, we're, we're making plans in the event that uh, we have to do something different. But, uh, you know, first of all, if you wanna learn more about what I do, you can go to johndame.com. It's very easy, J-O-H-N-D-A-M-E.com. Easy to remember, easy to find. Uh, and all the information about the events. I have a program that's called uh, the 10 New Leaders Project. I've been doing this now for the fifth years. Fifth year, what I'm doing is I pick 
from an online uh, contest and basically people apply, they fill out a, an application and a narrative. I've got four judges from around the United States. We pick 10 leaders to receive about $10,000 each of leadership development. I've had 40 people so far go through this. This year it'll be 50 and we're starting that today. So uh, people can go to the website and they can apply if they'd like to. I think this year it might have some virtual components to it. So anybody anywhere could join if you wanted to. So that that's another thing. So you can reach me on the website. All the information about the Evolution Conference is there. This year, believe it or not, I thought it was because it was gonna be close to the election, but uh, I have the, the title of this is Leading in Chaos. And we picked it a year ago, go figure, huh? Yeah. Wow, how that, <laughs> that happens. Yeah. Uh, and also for any leader out there who's looking to join uh, a really good peer CEO group in, in the Harrisburg area, you know, look, I yeah. uh, can't speak enough about Vistage. I mean, I've been involved with Vistage for, for a decade now. Yeah. Um, and if you're looking for that, please, please get in touch with them. Uh, John, as, as we end, do you have any maybe favorite quote or motto that you'd like to share as we wrap up today? Right. I'm going to show you this. And, and if you can't see it, I'll read it to you. Okay. So I was uh, part of what I've done is tried to work on uh, what's the contribution, who I am, you know, more self-awareness as, as a leader myself and what I'd like to do. And I came up with these basically six or seven words that I think reflect on that. It's not a quote, but uh, we made it into this uh, little glass enclosed thing here. And it's uh, purpose, legacy, curious, candor, open-hearted, and mind. So it's a little plaque that I made for myself that reminds me of who I'm supposed to be. I sit it on my desk and look at it all the time so I don't diverge and try and stay on that uh, true, true north all the time and stay focused on that pathway to purpose because that's such a huge difference. When you do things that you love yes. and it resonates with you, you can't get enough of it, even though it does make you tired sometimes, but you can't get enough of it still. So, yeah. Well, thanks a bunch. I really appreciate it. Um, that's all for today, folks. Thanks for watching. Make sure you leave uh, this video a like and leave a comment down in the comments section below. Also appreciate it if you hit that subscribe button as well as the bell icon so you can get notified when we post next. If you'd like more information, you can go to centerforvictory.com. And remember, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, make this your best day yet. See you next time.